0: It's a Tuesday edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. Taylor Charleston will be in with a feature report, and I'll have a look at regional and national agricultural news beginning with regional ag news right after this word from our sponsor.
1: Soil and Crop Incorporated is your number one resource for sustainable nutrition. Growers are faced with difficult challenges, and Soil and Crop Inc. has the experience, fertilizer, and biological portfolio dramatically increase yield and performance in your troubled orchards and fields. Contact Soil and Crop Incorporated today for a free consultation on how we can help reverse the challenges you face as a conventional or organic grower so you can increase your bottom line and become a better sustainable farmer. Contact us today at 559-564-1236 or visit our website at www.callnrg.com. Soil and Crop, putting nature to work for you.
0: The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has announced a redesign of its human foods program to focus on protecting and promoting a safe, nutritious U.S. food supply that more quickly adapts to an ever-changing and evolving environment while centralizing authority under a single leader, a deputy commissioner who reports directly to the FDA commissioner. California Department of Food and Agriculture Secretary Karen Ross says that CDFA appreciates its partnership with FDA on a number of issues, especially food safety and the implementation of the Food Safety Modernization Act. She says she applauds Commissioner Calif's announcement creating the FDA Human Foods Program. His vision for a unified human foods program with a single leader reporting directly to the commissioner unifies the important functions of food safety and nutrition, which should result in an agile, effective program. She says she is excited about the proposal to create a center for excellence in nutrition to help consumers with the information they need to make better food choices for health and quality of life, as well as the establishment of an office of integrated food safety system partnerships as an acknowledgement of state and local regulatory partners who share a passion for protecting food safety and consumer protection. She went on to say that organizational change is challenging and takes time. This is just the first step. FDA has talented, dedicated staff, and she is optimistic the formation of an implementation and change management group will include seasoned professionals as well as the next generation of leaders who can help develop the structure, appropriate lines of authority, adequate resources, and technologies to make FDA an even better consumer protection agency. CropX Technologies, a global leader in digital solutions for the agronomic farm management, announced its acquisition of Thule Technologies, a precision irrigation company based in California. This acquisition brings new data capture technologies to the CropX agronomic farm management system and presents new solutions for specialty crops and drip irrigation. The CropX system offers its users real-time mobile and desktop insights and advice on irrigation, disease control, nutrient management, and more based on above-ground crop sensing data and below-ground soil monitoring. Thule brings a complementary new mode of data collection from above the plant canopy that precisely determines crop water use. This will enhance CropX's artificial intelligence predictions, recommendations, and automation, and add to its solutions for drip-irrigated specialty crops such as tree nuts and vineyards. All Thule employees will join CropX, adding expansive on-farm and client service expertise in the specialty crop and drip irrigation space, as well as technology talent to CropX's growing global team. The acquisition comes at a time of increasing demand for precise watering technologies in agriculture. It is the fourth acquisition CropX has made since 2020 and the second U.S. based company. California's January storms may be paying their first dividends for farmers. The California Department of Water Resources announced that the state water project may deliver 30% of requested supplies this year. That allocation is up from an initial projection of 5% in December. The final water allocation for 2022 was 5%, plus limited supplies for unmet human and safety needs. A 30% allotment would allow the state to deliver 1.27 million acre-feet of water to 29 public water agencies. The mountain snowpack that supplies a significant amount of California's water got an incredible boost from recent powerful storms and is outpacing the state's wettest season on record, according to state water officials. But it's too soon to know if the winter will be a drought buster, they said. California has always experienced some degree of swings between wet and dry, but the past few months have demonstrated how much more extreme those swings are becoming, according to State Department of Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth. She says California is preparing for more intense and dangerous climate swings by bolstering both drought and flood preparation. While the results are good news for water supplies, she says they know from experience how quickly snowpack can disappear if dry conditions return in the months ahead. Water content in the state's mountain snow is 205% of normal to date and 128% of April 1st when the snow is at its historical peak, according to DWR measurements. Historically, one-third of California's water supply has come from melting snow. California wine grape growers and wine professionals say they have been facing sliding demand for wine over the past two years. At a recent 2023 United Wine and Grape Symposium in Sacramento, speakers said the wine sector needs to win over younger consumers and market to a more diverse customer base. Wine sales saw roughly two decades of sustained growth before the recent decline in demand. It has been attributed to a broad shift away from alcohol in general. Last year, people over 60 were the only demographic with higher wine consumption. Liminary Company, a diversified citrus growing, packing, selling and marketing company with related agribusiness activities and real estate development operations, has announced the closing of the sale of the Northern Properties to PGIM Agricultural Investments, a business unit of PGIM Real Estate Finance, LLC. The property consists of 3,537 acres in Tulare County, comprised of a total of 2,700 planted acres, 231 acres of plantable ground, and 606 acres of open space. The company received approximately $99 million in net cash proceeds. As part of the transaction, Limonera and PAI entered into a farm management agreement for Limonera to provide farming services related to the property for an initial term of one year. Additionally, Limonera and PAI entered into a grower packing and marketing agreement for Lemonera to provide packing, marketing, and selling services for lemons harvested on the property for a minimum five-year period. Harold Edwards, Lemonera president and chief executive officer, says the proceeds from the sale will significantly reduce their overall debt and allow them greater flexibility to consider a broad range of strategic opportunities and then selectively pursue those that will maximize value for their stockholders.
1: Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission, supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together.
2: Planning for the upcoming California Citrus Showcase in Visalia, California in March is ramping up, and there are some exciting developments in the hopper, mainly the continuing education track that is helping to extend This year's showcase and provide more learning opportunities for attendees. Topics will include things like citrus, thrip, and mealybug management, updated research on ant control, vertebrate pest management, fertilizer talks, and even a section on organics, all of which will have DPR, CCA, and CDFA credits available. Jason Scott, CEO of JCS Marketing and My Ag Life, the showcase's collaborator, explained this great opportunity for attendees.
3: I think we've got some great opportunities to hear the latest and greatest research. We're working with um, the Citrus Research Board on the top um, topics that uh, have been updated for the citrus industry uh, in terms of IPM and disease. Uh, We'll be seeking CE credits. So if you're in need of CE credits, Growers and crop consultants will be joining together and being able to hear the latest and greatest updates on IPM research and disease management research, and um, even even possibly some regulatory issues that are coming important regulatory issues coming down for uh, the citrus industry. So. I'm excited to kind of bring that element um, back. Help Casey and his team bring that element back to the conference and offer some CE credits and give some updates. Um, throughout the day on vital IPM and disease management research happening for the citrus industry.
2: Certain continuing education sessions will be in the form of panel discussions, a newer trend for trade shows that offers the attendee a range of perspectives on a given topic that allows them to hear from multiple sources. Both Citrus Mutual and My Ag Life found it important to include panels as a feature of the showcase.
3: You know, you're able to get multiple opinions from multiple facets um, within a specific topic, right? So maybe a grower has a little bit different perspective from a PCA or a researcher. So being able to come together, um, we, we like to look at, we like to not only look at the different types of categories that work within a specific topic, but then also maybe the size of the business, right? Um, uh, for instance, maybe we have a small grower, but a, a PCA who handles thousands of acres. Um, and so you kind of, kind of get different perspectives so that the comments fit for where you're at as an ag professional, maybe you have a, a small citrus grow, or maybe you're a midsize grower, or you're a larger PCA who handles a lot of, um, recommendations for the citrus industry. So this gives us more uh, varied opinions and kind of helps more people in the room make critical business decisions based on where they're at in the industry so i think that's been really powerful um for all of our events at jcs marketing but i think it's going to be really good and it's always fun to change it up right um I'm not just having you know one researcher get up there so it makes for more interesting uh content and then uh we always add in q a so more opportunities to ask questions to a panel of people than just one person.
2: Overall, the new showcase format provides a more inclusive experience for the attendee, and California Citrus Mutual President and CEO Casey Creamer said they're all about changing things up to reflect that value. What the partnership with JCS has allowed us to do is, is provide more content right?
4: Not everybody's into labor. not everybody's into you know trade or marketing right and so we, we're trying to touch all of those points And uh, and really one of the major things that we've heard from a lot of citrus growers is we need the CE units, need CE units, right? So um, we're able with the partnership to do you know two tracks. So you've got a continuing education track that's happening in one of the rooms, and then we've got, you know, more of an industry focus in in another room with some varying times. And so, I think you know, depending on on the grower and what the interests are, I think there's going to be something
2: uh, for everyone. So
4: that that's what we're trying to accomplish because we know not one topic is right for everybody.
2: Creamer said Citrus Mutual is excited about this year's luncheon speaker as well, who will cover topics related to the market and trade, furthering the theme of inclusivity for the showcase, having something for everyone. Greg Dowd, he was the chief agricultural
4: negotiator at USTR, Ambassador Greg Dowd, I should say. Um, He was, you know, basically the number one guy uh, in the last administration at the China, China trade war. And, uh, you know, citrus was impacted significantly with the China trade war and that there's a lot of political dynamics at play. Um, with Greg, in particular, uh, worked on behalf of citrus to help get, you know, uh, the citrus as part of the buys, as part of the, the purchases that were part of that, that agreement. And so, and those purchases and, and the progress, you know, we haven't got all the way back with China, but that progress was a significant benefit to the citrus industry. And so, Greg has a lot of insight uh, on on agriculture, on trade, on economics uh, of of agriculture and current world affairs that uh, um, he's going to give it to you straight. He's going to tell you what you need to know, not what you want to know necessarily. And I think everybody will walk away with a better perspective and and maybe a, a better informed view of how the world trade works and how that affects their operations so they can make preparations um, to continue their operations the best they can.
2: You're listening to My Ag Life. I'm Taylor Charlstrom. This
1: segment was sponsored by Polymer Ag, makers Anti-Stress 550, the climate stress solution. Find out more at polymerag.com.
0: Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. Senators John Thune of South Dakota and Minnesota's Amy Klobuchar reintroduced the Conservation Reserve Program Improvement Act. A Republican and Democrat respectively, the bill bolsters the CRP by improving access to grazing, maximizing enrollment options for producers, and addressing implementation issues following the 2018 Farm Bill. Among the improvements, the bill would increase the CRP annual payment limitation from $50,000 established in 1985 to $125,000 to account for inflation and rising land value pressures and provide more enrollment options. The Conservation Reserve Program helps equip farmers with tools to conserve and improve soil, water quality, and wildlife habitat, according to Klobuchar. This bipartisan legislation makes common-sense improvements to the CRP that will strengthen conservation practices and boost enrollment in this vital program. The American Farm Bureau Federation and 17 other organizations announced a legal challenge to the new Waters of the U.S. rule. Farm News reporter Michael Clements shares more on why the groups decided to file the lawsuit.
5: The American Farm Bureau Federation and 17 other organizations are challenging the new Waters of the U.S. rule in a lawsuit. AFBF Deputy General Counsel Travis Cushman says the new WOTUS rule once again gives the federal government sweeping authority over private lands.
6: So the EPA just came out with another rule which doubles down on the significant excess test, which is this unworkable test for jurisdiction of when the federal government regulates farms and ranches. And so we filed our lawsuit to stop it.
5: Cushman says the new rule is vague and creates uncertainty for agriculture.
6: We think that a farmer and a rancher should not have to hire a team of lawyers and consultants to figure out what they can and cannot farm on their land. This rule doubles down on that, and we simply want to respect the limits of the Clean Water Act and what a farmer can and can't do on their land.
5: The new rule comes as AFBF and others await a pending decision from the Supreme Court in the case Sackett v. EPA related to a former version of the
6: rule. It highlights how insane it is that EPA is going through with this rulemaking now, That decision, which could come out at any time now, will likely delineate the scope of what the Clean Water Act is. For the EPA to try to jump the gun here and do something before the Supreme Court says what the proper limit is makes no sense. And it creates more confusion in an area that has already been with confusion for the past 10, 20 years now. Michael Clements, Washington.
0: Producers on average saw an increase in what they received price-wise for their commodities in a final month of 2022, per the latest USDA Agricultural Prices Report. USDA Ag News reporter Rod Bain.
5: Improved prices received as a whole by ag producers for the month of December. The increase in USDA's latest agricultural prices report was 3.1% from the previous month. And both commodity indexes, crop and livestock, reported month-over-month increases in what producers received price-wise. The over 1% increase in crop production prices came from rises in December of food and feed grain and oilseed crops countering lower prices received by fruit, nut, vegetable, and melon growers. The almost 5% rise in livestock prices received by producers was fueled primarily by a 15% jump in poultry and egg prices month over month. This offset a 3.5% reduction in what dairy growers received price-wise and a slight decrease in meat animal prices from the previous month. Also, what producers paid for inputs and services in December remained unchanged from the prior month i reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C.
0: Mission Produce is announcing the testing results of its Mission Control ripening technology and management process confirming its ability to accelerate avocado ripening and improve product uniformity. Mission Control will be implemented for the first time in a company's newest Ford distribution center in Dartford, England, which is anticipated to open in mid-March. Mission Control, a mission-exclusive atmosphere control ripening process utilizing state-of-the-art technology, was found to accelerate fruit ripening by as much as 20 percent when compared to conventional ripening systems, which can provide significant benefits when delivering ripe and steady fruit to customers. Additionally, fruit ripeness throughout the ripening chamber was found to be more consistent when using Mission Control. A study was designed in partnership with the New Zealand Institute for Plant and Food Research, Trials were conducted at the University of Greenwich's Produce Quality Centre, one of the UK's top research facilities for storage, handling and packaging solutions for fresh produce. The technology was built in partnership with the company's manufacturing partner, Cross Refrigeration, a global leader in advanced temperature controls and fully automated fruit ripening solutions for global fruit importers.
1: Bee Hero is the leading almond pollination provider. We deliver measurable and verifiable pollination outcomes for almond growers and turn a previously unquantified fingers crossed gamble into a controllable expenditure. For the first time, growers can know exactly what they are getting for their money during pollination. Bee Hero accurately evaluates your bee's pollination contribution in real time and gives you unprecedented visibility into the progress of bloom. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise, be Hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP of Sales at 559 467 9699. Be Hero, Superior Bees, Superior Pollination.
0: That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS marketing team, thank you for listening.